Hello, and welcome back to another edition of the I Am Always Right Sports Podcast. I am your host, as always, the mouth of Michigan, Robin Dyker. With me, as always, my co-host, the Merck Zone, Mike Merkel. I'm here. He's here. We're here. We made it. He's alive. We're okay. How are we feeling today, Mike? We're just striving for greatness <laughs> in the best way possible. Striving for greatness. We are here. We are Not re- with my picks, but yeah, with everything else. <laughs> I was say, he's taking it on the chin, folks. Um, we will be talking um, college football playoff, obviously the finals, uh, and and you know Mike may or may not have misread it a little bit, and he may have talked me into it, but I'm blaming Mike because I have the ability to do so. <laughs> uh, we're talking Lions, we're talking NFL Black Monday, uh, <laughs> and we're talking the debacle that is WWE corporate right now because there's a lot of stuff going on. So. We got a loaded show. Let's just start. I guess let's just get this out of the way and talk about this national championship game. Georgia wins. Was it, was it a national championship game? Okay. Well, two teams showed up, and then TC. <laughs> did, hold did, on. Hold on. Hold on. They, they they arrive via bus. Okay. okay. They walked into the stadium. Okay. They put on their their sweet looking unis mm-hmm. with the you know go horn frogs. They're feeling horny, and then they immediately they walk down the you gotta, field. You gotta make that a drop. <laughs> Feeling horny. Yeah, there we go. Um, and then immediately decided to say, we're not going to play football today. Mm-hmm. And then went, you know what? This was fun. I'm glad we came. Mm-hmm. And then Georgia went, wow, this is the easiest game we've had all year. Mm-hmm. And they beat a team full of blind kids. So, you know, there's there's that, you know, at the they beginning did. of the season. Um, so, yeah, so Georgia won 1,000 to nothing. And then Actually to being seven. 65 to 7. Yeah, so close. Um, it was close for like. Six minutes. So they, they did the coin toss, and then the first kickoff, I thought, all right, this is going to be a game. And then immediately. Okay, let's, let's not overreact to that. It was, they TC scored a touchdown. It was 10-7 at one point. Yeah. And that's where I was like, uh, uh, Yeah, and then after that, Georgia went, oh, yeah, I forgot you guys are TCU. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that did happen. Um, so Georgia wins back-to-back national championships. Stetson Bennett goes out a legend in the, in the Georgia, Georgia community. Um, you know, he's 37 years old at this point, you know, he's been playing college football for the last 12. Um, you know, he's going to try, he's going to try to go to the NFL, I think. Yeah, he is. He's coming out. Okay. I'm really, I'm really excited for them to be like, ah, two time national champion. You know what the funny thing was? He just missed that guy. Like, so I, this man's 25 years old and I saw a tweet that came out right like in the middle of the game Yeah, he's like. And it said, like, Stetson Bennett coming back for his eighth season. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, believed it for yeah. him. Like, <laughs> He's back at 27. Well, I like the ones that's, like, Lamar Jackson's 25 and Stetson Bennett's 25. But Lamar has been in the league for four years already. <laughs> You're like, what is happening? He's, like, the definition of, like, I yeah, never Brandon Whedon was just a funny coincidence because he went and played baseball and then he went and played college ball. Yeah. No, no, Stetson Bennett's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to ride this out as long as I possibly can. <laughs> All right. Successful. Yeah. Um, but Georgia gets it. So, Mike, for you, not so much about the game because at that point there's nothing really to talk about. But I do want to ask you this question, though, about Georgia. Does this put Georgia now, like, on the pedestal with, like, Clemson and Bama – for like those those true dynasty type programs right now, where you're like, okay, like this is this is the new mountain, right? Like you know, it was Bama, right? Then Clemson came in, knocked them off, right? And mm-hmm. then Bama kind of retook the mountain, but now it's Georgia, right? Like LSU had their shining moment, but like Georgia now, multiple time college football playoff, you know, finalist. Now they've got back to back national championships. Kirby Smart 
top probably three coach in the in the country probably. Um, where what does this do for Georgia in terms of like future outlook? Is this are they now the new Bama in the sense of like well they're just going to keep reloading and just mm-hmm. keep figuring it out and just beating the shit out of people? Yeah, it was really unfortunate. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, they're they're just so so good, and they, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they 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 will be the preliminary preliminary mm-hmm. there you go yeah works. we got you um they were going to be that school yeah. for the foreseeable future yeah. i think i think even like one team, loss in two years yeah one loss in two years yep. uh their one loss to alabama in the sec championship game yeah uh then re- revenged that loss in the championship yeah so technically like they've yeah, they have a wash yeah it's <laughs> a technically a wash yeah so uh yeah they're just so good they they reload um they Unlike, lost like five like first round picks. Yeah, like last <laughs> year. Still like last it. year, I thought, which is why I think any t- I thought some teams had a chance this year was last yeah. year. I was like, okay, you lost a lot of defensive players, right? You know, since Bennett's back, but you don't have any like crazy offensive guys. Mm-hmm. So I really thought it was like last year was like a big year. They're mm-hmm. gonna be good this year, but like not as good. Seeing how good they are this year too, yeah. it's just one of those things where it's like maybe they're just they're just good. They're just yeah. gonna be good, and they had this like. They had their backups come in, and their backup quarterback threw two touchdowns. I know. And I was like, okay. They're like, going for it on yeah, fourth Yeah, they're going down. for it on fourth downs in the fourth quarter up 50, and I was like, okay, this is That Ralph Wiggum gif where it's like, stop, stop, he's already dead. He's dead, please. <laughs> yeah, that was tough. Yeah. yeah, that was a rough one. So, uh, you know, Mike took the L on that one, yeah. but it's I do okay. want, I do want to make my case, though. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You can't, dude. It's 65-7. No, 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 no. But, okay. like, I, I've had a lot of people I've heard – Making fun of me for picking TCU. Yeah. First of all, let's be let's be real here. So, I don't use the transitive property in sports here. I yeah. think it's really stupid when people are like, "Oh, you know, Wake Forest beat this team and this team beat this team." So oh, obviously, yeah, no. Wake Forest beats Al. Like, no, that's not how that works. Right. But when you so I was told for an entire month. Yeah. After Michigan pounded Ohio State in. Yeah. That oh, Michigan is just this team, right? Yeah, right? Michigan is this powerhouse team that can go up against Georgia, right? Right. Then you watch the final four games. Yeah. TCU pounds in Michigan. Right. And Ohio State, the team that just got pounded in, that's not should have won. Can't do anything. Should have beat Georgia. Right. Didn't beat them, but made it, you know, 44 right. 42 or whatever the final score is. Yeah. So going into this game, not thinking that they were going to win, but I picked them out of like pure spirit, like I always do for college <laughs> football. Like, I feel like I had a very good reasoning. Yeah. For at least thinking that this game would be yeah, close. Closer. Yeah. Also, we've never seen a national champion like beat a team by fifty eight points in the final. So I also <laughs> could never have expected that to happen. Um but you know, when you get told for a month and a half that Michigan's just an absolute powerhouse and they're the next best thing to Georgia ever, yeah. and then TCU beats them, then I'm like Right. Yeah. Then what's TCU? Right. Apparently not nearly as good, but <laughs> And I guess that also screams, uh, would Michigan have probably have lost this bad? Like, I think George, here's the thing about Georgia, is I think Georgia woke up and everyone was just ready to play. Yeah. And I think if you, if, like, and, and Alabama has done it a lot too, mm-hmm. where when they focus in and they're ready to play, almost no one can beat them. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think Michigan could have walked on that field or Ohio State could have walked on that field again. No. And I don't think either one of those games are close. It was very much a wake-up call. I think Georgia's used two games like that all year. They used Ohio State this year, and they used the Bama loss last year where yeah. they went, oh, we kind of have to, like, that was your that was your gimme, right? Like, you can, eh. Yeah. 
and you can kind of fluff your way through, but you better show up now. Like that, that was it. Like that, that yeah. was your moment to be like, okay, let's yeah. whatever. Like you're down 14 and you're like waking up, you get the comeback and it's like, right. all right, we're fully awake now. Right. Like you, you awoke us. Exactly. And so I was like, I just didn't expect Georgia to just beat them down. Yeah. Especially the weird part too is the reason why I didn't think Georgia was nearly as good as they were last year is they had that Missouri game yeah. where they were down 10 in the fourth quarter mm-hmm. to Missouri. Yeah. And I went, if you're close to Missouri, yeah. like, college football's weird. It's the only sport where you're expected to be perfect when you're, like, at all times. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, when you're not. And Michigan had the same thing yeah, with Illinois. Game, where, yeah, where exactly. Like, where you come out, I come on, and I'd be like, that was garbage. You know, but at the same time, when you look at it, you go, man, we really expected a whole bunch of 19-year-olds to be really good all well, every single time they step on the field. Yeah. That's like, the like they can never they can never have like one yeah. bad performance. Don't you make a mistake? Don't you do anything? Now, it's a little bit is is because of the way the it's structured and the 12 team playoff will help with that, right? Where you'll be able to see teams take a yeah. loss. Like Michigan could have lost the Illinois game right. in it's, a 12 team actually in this either year, way they would have too. But yeah. in a 12 team probably right. could have took that loss. Mm-hmm. One out and probably got like a four or five seed or something. Yeah. Well, they would have won out. And they would have won, won out. Big Ten. But, but even if they lost yeah. that, and then say they lost Ohio State, they'd be like a ten seed. Right. You know. So, you know, it is an interesting kind of dynamic. But yeah, it was a it was a rough go. Not the game we wanted by any stretch of the imagination. I, no one likes blowouts. Even you know, unless you're a Lions fan, blowing out the Bears. Hashtag we own the Bears. Um, but you know, outside of that, <laughs> you know, it is kind of what it is. So next year, we beat the Bears practice. Skippy, squad. skippy. I don't care. I'll take it all day long. Just I saying. will take it all day long. All right. Like the one time they actually played their starters, still won thirty-one to thirty. <laughs> no matter. We still. Won. They, they played their practice squad kids off the off the forty-one ten. Yeah, forty-one ten. <laughs> one kid had. Like, Lions had a couple games this year, by the way, which were like blowouts for them. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is the best. Like this is all. This is how good teams. This is how Kansas City feels all the time. This is fantastic. You know what it is, God. and it's really annoying because I just want so good football awesome. games. Yeah, I know that, but like, man, when, when like it's this? really annoying watching try to watch Kansas City games and twelve of the seventeen games they win by like thirty points, and I'm like, can you just have some good games? <laughs> they had a great game, great game plan. They executed well, and yeah. they did the every, ring around a rosy play every for, for Pete's sake. Yeah, and it worked. I mean, they're like, it's the Raiders, come on. But. I know, but it's just so annoying. I'm like, you're that good where you're like, all right, we're going to line up, do ring around the rosy, line up so my wide receiver throws it to the running back to throw it to my other wide receiver to Michigan wrote that play down for next year's Final Four. Oh, don't even. <laughs> for fourth and goal from the two. Anyway, um, let's talk Lions, though, right? They end the season on a high note. Um, Finish the season 9-8. and eight. They narrowly missed the playoffs thanks to Seattle beating the Rams and the head-to-head and all that good stuff. But... You know, never fear Lions fans. We still managed to squeak out a win over the Green Bay Packers in week 18, 20 to 16 in Lambeau against a healthy Aaron Rodgers and a healthy Green Bay Packer team for the most part. Um, they're missing Rashawn Gary, which which hurt for sure. But um, so the Lions for the first time in a long time, I don't remember the last time they swept the Packers in both games, especially with Rodgers playing in both. I don't know the last time that's happened. Oh, um, Rodgers plays a little game in both, both games. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Been a minute. Um, a years ago. Right. So the Lions get the win in Lambeau. Kick Green Bay out. Green Bay, all they had to do was win in Week 18 against Detroit, and they would get into the playoffs. They just basically hopped Seattle all through there. Um, but the Lions said, uh-uh, you're, we're going down. We're, you're going down with us. And they did just that. So they finished the season 9-8. and eight. They have the number 6 overall pick in the draft, Thankful, uh, thankfully to the uh, Los Angeles Rams and the shit show of a season they had. And they're also picking 18 in their own 
uh, pick. So, Mike, lots to go over here. Um, you know, I, this is probably going to dominate a good chunk of our time today along with uh, some of the WWE talk that we have. But uh, we were talking off air, and I don't know if it's just the blue Kool-Aid flowing through my veins still a week later, but I have never been more optimistic that I can remember outside of the year they went 11-5 and five and should have beaten Dallas in that playoff game. I've never been more optimistic going into a Lions offseason. This was, for all intents and purposes, outside of winning a Super Bowl, the best-case scenario for this Detroit Lions team. For this year, for this roster, where they're at in the rebuild, tripling your win total, winning eight out of your last ten. Now, starting one and six, clearly not ideal, but going nine and eight, and beating the Packers in Lambeau when they had something to play for, getting that monkey off your back, beating a healthy Aaron Rodgers back-to-back times. It's been over a year and a half since the Packers have beat the Lions because they beat them in the season finale last year too. I, I'm I'm on cloud nine right now. I really, really am. It was an awesome moment, top five moment for me as a Lions fan, beating Aaron Rodgers last week, um, which is sad in a lot of ways, but I'll take it. At the same time, with where this trajectory is for this team, they are absolutely going to be in the mix and I think have a phenomenal chance of winning the NFC North next year mm-hmm. and hosting a home playoff game. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I would agree with just about all of that. Um, I do think it is a lot better, actually. So people are probably wouldn't like me saying this. But I think it was a lot better that they didn't make the playoffs this year yeah. than they did. Yep. Because um, I think the idea that the Lions go out on a high note rather than, oh, you got blown out by someone, yep. I think is a lot or better. Or just a way. loss in general. Or just a loss yeah, in general. Right. But, like, I think, like, because I think a lot of people would go into it and go, oh, you know, like, if the Lions would have made the playoffs, you're like, okay, well, you made it there, and you could test yourself against, like, the 49ers or something. Right. I think a lot of people would feel bad about their idea of the Lions yeah. if they went to the 49ers and lost, like, 34 to 20. Right. Because it would be like, you're still kind of far away from the Niners. Right. And, they're, and, you know, and that's the team you probably have to get through to get to the Super Bowl and stuff. Right. So it's like, that's how far away you are. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't really, it's one of those things where you didn't have to see it, yeah. And so now you can have just that the belief that, oh, you know, if we would have gotten there, and we could have beaten them. And I think it's one of those situations where I do think they would have played the Niners close. I don't think they get blown out by st- any stretch. I don't think it would have been good. I don't mm-hmm. think they would have won. No. But I think this team would have been a fun team to see in the playoffs, right? right. Like, I think they would have been a team where you're like, man, I re-, like the other aspect of this, too, and it's, I don't think it's talked about enough, like when they're on this run, I go, they won eight out of the last ten. When the hell's the last time that's happened? Not just for this team, but just in general. Like it doesn't happen when a team is eight and two to start the season. People go, "Oh, so they're the Super Bowl favorites." Like when Philly started out eight or nine and zero, oh, whatever the hell they did, everyone's like, "Oh, so that's the team to beat." You know what's you know what's funny about that too yeah. though is those teams usually are the teams that people ride to that are like, yeah. "Oh, those are your Super Bowl favorite." And those are lose. always the teams that yeah. just like suck in the first round, right? Because you're because you're you're playing at a high level, and then at some point you, you get caught, mm-hmm. right? Like, let's really put this into perspective. If you really thought the Lions were going to make a run, they would have had to have won their last eleven mm-hmm. out of thirteen. Actually, no, I, yeah, to, just to get to the Super Bowl, right? Because they won eight out of the last ten, so they would have had to win a wild card, a divisional, and the NFC Championship. So they would have had to win eleven 
out of their last 13 games just mm-hmm. to make it to the Super Bowl, 12 out of their last 14. I don't really think that's a that's a real easy chance to No, I <laughs> to mean do that. I think the only teams that are on that boat of yeah. win streaks. I mean, the Niners won 10 in a row going right, in. Right. Um, which is also crazy. Yeah, they were ridiculous. Th- like, to, to say, I saw that stat where they were like, yeah, the Niners were three and four at one point. And I was like, yeah, three and four? Yeah. And now they're 13 and four of the two seed. Because Trey Lance sucks. Yeah. Uh, well, Garoppolo played most of that. Trey Lance only played a game. I thought he played two. Well, he played a game in a half. Then he got half. hurt. Oh, yeah. So it was supposed to be Garoppolo. Well, they lost that. to Chicago week one. Everyone's like, oh, Chicago. Yeah, cool. Well, they, yeah, they lost them in that tsunami. That yeah. happened Everyone's like, Chicago's 2-0. Mm-hmm. Everybody look out. What are they going to go, 1-14 the rest of the way? Oh, wait. <laughs> um, Fantastic. Yeah, that's, that's good. Um, but, yeah, like them and the, I think the Chiefs have won yeah. since their Bills. And those no, are, teams, the, those are like, teams in different parts of their of their window, right? Yes. Like the Lions haven't even entered the window yet mm-hmm. of time where you're like, hey, no, this is the time. Yeah. The Chiefs and San Francisco are firmly – in the window mm-hmm. right now of time. Like, you know, you've got Mahomes. As long as Mahomes is alive, you've got a chance. You know, as long as you have a running back for San Francisco, you have a chance, it feels like. And that defense is ridiculous. So, all things considered, I am in 100% agree with you. It would have been nice to make the playoffs just to feel like, hey, you have a chance. Yeah. You're in the tournament. You don't know what's going to happen now. You, you have no idea, right? They go on this run, who the hell knows? But the alternative being, hey, you leave with a f- above five hundred record. Mm-hmm. You go from three thirteen and one to nine and eight, mm-hmm. ending on an eight out of ten win streak, and then immediately go into the off season with a ton of momentum. And I don't, I don't think momentum carries from season to season, I but I do think the momentum does carry from now into the off season, where you go, hey, here's where we're at, right? And I think you can take a look and you go, okay. We've got this here. We've got it here. Like you have, there is a, it's a much easier picture to read when you have clear and concise marks where you go, that's a problem. This is the problem. This is a problem. Rather than you go, all right, we went 30, 13 and one. This whole team is still pretty much a mess. You can't say that about this roster anymore. This roster is becoming a solid core of guys where you go, all right, we've got, we've got the guys. We've yeah. got the guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the next question, I guess, is, is probably the one that's, you know, on most probably on most people's minds. It's the Jared Goff conversation. And I think it kind of goes into what you were saying, where if they lose 34 to 20, Goff throws two picks, everyone's like, oh, this guy's not the guy, right? Yeah. Now you're coming off, big win, right? Makes a critical throw to Khalif Raymond, and then, uh, you know, the throw wins the game on Goff's shoulders, hits G.J. Chark, a nice easy pass on fourth down to win the game. A lot of positive for JG 16 right now, right? I mean, he was top 10, I think, in every statistical category um, this year. I'm going to look, I'm going to look up his, his numbers real fast, just because I do think it's kind of important to frame. And I, and I, and I want to put this on here as well, um, because I, I think the stats actually could have been better low key. Um, so this year he finished with a 65.1 uh, completion percentage, uh, 4,438 yards, 29 touchdowns, seven picks, and Q- QB rating of 99.3. Mm-hmm. Um, third highest of his career. I think it's the second highest, most touchdowns, uh, and lowest interception total of his career. Last year, for comparison, uh, 67 completion percentage, 3,200 yards, 19 touchdowns, eight picks. He did miss a couple games. Uh, yeah, with Tim Boyle playing, which was tough. But anyway, so 
more touchdowns, one less interception, more yards, right? Roughly the same completion percentage. Top 10 in every statistical category you could ask for. Um, he's their guy, Mike. Mm-hmm. He's their quarterback. He is their quarterback for the foreseeable future, I think, for at least the next two years at minimum, yeah. right? Um, going to make around $25 million a year next year, which, you know, I think is a solid, solid number. Isn't all the way 30? Uh-uh. I don't think it goes higher. I don't think. Oh, I thought it was at 30. Uh, we can look real fast too. We got we got we got the time. I could be wrong, but I thought it was twenty five. Yeah, uh, 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 nope, twenty five. Yep, twenty five point six five this year, and then uh, twenty six point six the following year. His cap his cap hit, but his nearly cash is that I guess. So oh, got, the cap hit was thirty. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. He's got a dead cap hit of of ten from a signing bonus from the restructure when they made when they first yes. traded for him. So this would have been the year where if they wanted to cut him, it's a ten million dollar dead cap, and he's just that's it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but. Obviously, he's going to be the guy. So they really are good. He's going to see the end of this contract, right? I, I don't – I can't imagine he's going to come in and be like, I want more money because I think that's – the only way I think Jared Goff is not their quarterback for the next two years is if he goes, I want to raise, mm-hmm. and they're not making the playoffs. You go, no, that's not happening, right? Um, we heard from Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell at the end of the year, and Brad Holmes basically said, look, it's a lot hard, It's a lot easier to get bad at, or worse at quarterback mm-hmm. than it is to get better. Um, and I think Holmes has a ton of faith, and I, I think – and we went into this season talking about how golf is going to have to play the year of his life mm-hmm. to convince, I think the fan base and the, in the, the organization to be like, listen, I'm your guy. I cannot come on to this show today and say, he did not show that he deserves to be the guy. Mm-hmm. I think he did it. I mean, 30 touchdown passes, seven picks. How many one yard touchdowns did Jamal Williams have mm-hmm. this year? I think like 14. Right, exactly. He didn't have many from, you know, very far out. So let's take a few of those and throw them to Jared Goff and the touchdown compartment. We could be talking about a 35, 36 touchdown year here. Um, I, I mean, I is as much as it sometimes I think is frustrating to watch him, I think he has done everything that we had asked of him to end this season going in. Say, show me why. Mm-hmm. Tell me why you don't get cut next year. Tell me why you should be the guy. I think he did it. I really think he did. Yeah, I would say my my approval rating's not like a hundred percent. Yeah, I would say it's probably like sixty five, seventy percent. Yeah, I'm still not a hundred percent. Yeah. Um. No, I'm not saying on. extend the guy. Let no, me be clear. No, yeah, and I'm, yeah, yeah, not like extend him. Yeah. Uh, I would. I do think he'll see out the end of his contract. I still think that. Um. He he still just gives me the Jimmy Garoppolo ride. Yeah. Where like you're gonna be a really good team. Yeah. And then you're gonna play like the Eagles yeah. or someone. And it's just gonna be has like, a guy who's just in a dynamic playmaker. Yeah, right? and it's Damn. just like, dang, you just can't Yeah. You're you're just not gonna match with that. Right. Or if you're playing like a big game at the end of the year against like Kansas City or something, right. it's like, man, you're just you're just not there with that guy. Like right. when you when you and that's what the problem with Jimmy Garoppolo has mm-hmm. is Jimmy Garoppolo is relatively the same kind of stat line kind of guy. Yeah. You know, he throws like 67%, yeah. 25 touchdowns, five, six, seven picks or whatever. Yep. He does that same kind of stat line that golf has. And he plays the same way where it's like, yeah, when everything's rolling well and you know, he has time and the run games there yep. and he has good receivers and stuff like everything works out. All right. He's really, really good. Yep. But the second it's like, okay, backs up against the wall against the Rams or against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, go make a play. He's he's not making the play. Yeah. So that's still where my concern lies. Yeah. I do think the second half of the season, 
helped a lot. Because when well, you look I at mean, that one and six start, yeah. and you're like, man, he had like three games where he had three or four games where you probably could win, and then yeah. you had a critical yeah. turnover yeah. that yeah. lost you the game, yep. basically. I agree. Seattle threw the pick six. Yep. I mean, Patriots, you fumbled the ball away for fumble six, but yeah. you were kind of out of the game in general in that one. Yeah. Um, but there were just games where it's like, oh, you could oh, pick. Ah, oh, dang, okay. Right. And the pick six is coming out of a half or something like that, Rigo. You had a chance yeah. to go down and well, that was the that game. was like the Seattle one, like, or Philadelphia, same or thing? Philly, yeah. same thing, where it's yeah. like you're down three or something. Yeah. Let's go pick let's pick go six. Now you're down ten, and now yeah. your defense can't make the stop. Right. Where you're coming back, yep, but you don't get the ball with a chance to win because oh, you're, yeah. now you're you're too far behind because of your mistake. Yep, um, those kind of things he didn't make in the second half of the year, but I still think in a 17 game season you're going to yeah. get four or five of those games. That he's going to do that for and you. I and I think, just where he's yeah, and I mean, he played as perfect as you probably could have yeah. in the last half. I mean, he threw 15 touchdowns, zero picks. Yeah. I mean, there, you can't really ask much more of that, right? Yeah. He, he led the number five scoring offense in the league, right? Yeah. But that also means in the first half, he threw 13 touchdowns, seven picks. Right. Like, oh, God. Yeah. But they were still scoring a bunch of points, right? Yes. So it's just one of those situations. Look, uh, he's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. Um, if they would have finished the season out, two and 15 or whatever, right, and they had a top two pick, then, yeah, quarterback clearly has to be on the radar. Um, But I think that he deserves some flowers here when it comes to, hey, look, they started out rough, but they finished nine and eight. And I think golf is a big part of that, right? And I think you're definitely tied to that a little bit where you go, look, man, when this guy's on, he's on. Mm -hmm. At home this year, he was deadly. He was really damn good at home and in Ford Field. So there's a lot of things where I think, I, let me put it this way. I'd rather have Jared Goff than whatever the hell's going on in Washington. I would rather have Jared Goff than trying to figure out who the hell my next guy is if I'm Indianapolis or if I'm Carolina. Yeah, I will say golf, you know I mean? golf in my total rankings probably sort of like got to, I mean, preseason, we put him in the 20s. Yeah. He's probably making the mid-teens. Yeah, I think he's a top. I think he's a top half. I yeah. mean, he's a top like, end I, quarterback. Like, like, I mean, obviously, I have to look at him all and yeah. stuff. We but will like, do that later, and on. we'll do that at one point. But <laughs> yeah. like, if you if I put him in the twelve through sixteen slot, yeah. I don't think anyone's gonna bitch and complain. You know, no. Now I, I do think like top ten. I don't know if you'd be there, but you know, eleven, twelve through sixteen. Yeah, definitely. Could, I am could, low key. I know. I this can't is, think of this is know, months away at this point. I but can't I'm, think of twenty guys who are better than him. I'm low key, kind of. Um, excited for our quarterback rankings next year because I think they're going to look crazy. Yeah, they will. Like, they're going to look ridiculously like, be, like what? The, fu- the fun thing about them is it's going to be very, like, are you gonna how much impact is last year going to make on your ranking? Right, right. Because are you going to go totality of a player or are you going to go, like, like 70% last year? Because if you go, like, 70% last year, Russell Wilson's, like, bottom 10. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know. Rogers might be, like, middle of the field. Mm-hmm. But if you go totality of the career, you get bumped up slightly more yeah. because, you know, Rogers was back-to-back MVP before last year. Right. You know? So it's like, those are... He only threw 16 touchdowns last year, Russell Wilson, this 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 most yeah. recent season. That is wild. Wild to me. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. And a lot of crazy. those, I think, probably eight or nine of those. Yeah. Came in the last like three or four weeks because he threw three against the Chargers. I think he had two against the Chiefs both times, and those were the last couple weeks. Yikes! Man, Dak Prescott did not have a great year either. No, Yikes. he also missed like five games, six games. Twenty-three though. and fifteen. Ugh. Anyway, we're getting off topic. Yeah, the, but the interceptions yeah. for him are high. 
He's got. A, he's he's throwing a pick like I think last four weeks or something like that. Yeah. It's been something crazy. Yeah, anyway, anyway, point being though, I think Jared Goff has earned the right to say I am the quarterback of yeah. the Detroit Lions, yes. and I think that's I think that's an important step for this team going forward. Is okay, we've got the guy right. Let's let's we gave him some weapons, and I think we went into the season saying, hey, look, no excuses, man. Offensive line's going to be healthy. Immediately, Vitae goes down. But you but you were healthy for the most part, yeah. right? You've got Pro Bowl caliber guys at left tackle, left guard, center, and right tackle, right? You've got a run game now that's produced a 1,000-yard rusher and with Swift on there. I'm assuming Jamal comes back. I can't imagine he wouldn't. Um, and you've got receiver. You've got your five deep receiver-wise right now, yeah. in my opinion. Now, Khalif Raymond is a number one, no. But as a number three, I can work with it. Um You've got everything in front of you at this point. Uh-huh. There's no reason why you couldn't be successful. And I think he showed at the end of this where he goes, look, dude, this is this is me right here, yeah. right? I think he did a really good job personnel-wise on setting him up for success. And I think that is the biggest difference that I am noticing from this regime. It's the same damn thing that never happened when Stafford was here was they went, hey, Maybe let's try to put a freaking team around the guy, right? And let's set him up for success rather than relying upon one guy to carry the team. And look what happens. Mm-hmm. I think they've done a really good job of that. I really think that Brad Holmes should be in real contention to be coach of the year. I really do. I just, the stuff that he did with with this draft class and even last year's draft class, some of these guys making like, Really big strides. I mean, Sewell was great. I'm in Ross St. Brown's top five receiver in football. I'm sorry. He is. He's a freak. Um, there's just certain guys about there where I go, you're hitting, and these guys aren't, you know, some of these guys weren't expected to hit the way they've hit. Their whole draft class this year contributed mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. I I go back to it. I don't know if I've ever been this excited. They're going to have cap space. They're going to have two top 20 picks in the first round. They've got five picks in the top 75. Mm-hmm. It's pretty it's looking looking pretty high on Lions right now. Yeah, I think I think the only other time I was like optimistic yeah. going into a season mm-hmm. was the Patricia third year. Yeah, where it was like okay, Stafford was hurt for half the year. Yep, and you had draft picks and mm-hmm. you had you know money and what what have you. But it was like one of those like okay, Stafford comes back, you have all this all these guys defense, and this is the year that you should do it. Yeah, so it's like okay, you're gonna come out and it's like right. see what happens. Right. Like I think that was like. The and they started out okay, too, right? Like they did. They started out okay and everything else, and then it uh, fell to shit. Actually, the first game was pretty bad. The first was one the first was a Chicago game. The 23-6. to six. What? Yeah. When, I don't remember that when game. When DeAndre Swift dropped the ball and then lost the game. Oh, yeah. That was and rough. And they, they yeah. blew the lead and stuff. Yeah, I remember that. Game. I was like, wait, what? And then everyone just wanted Patricia Fire right after that game, and then yeah. the season was basically done. But, yeah, um, yeah no. It, but, no, it literally first game in, it was terrible. Yeah. But... Going into that season. Was it the first? Oh, no. That was the year before that they started out 2-0-1, and right? And yes, then, yes, yes. Yeah, okay. That's that, that was the second season. year. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, because then they went and signed, like, Desmond Trufon, Jamie Collins, every New England. Well, no, that's Patriot what I mean. Possible. They had that crazy, oh, they went yeah, off and signed everybody on yeah. earth. And then. Gave Chase Daniel $4 million a year to be a backup. Yeah. yeah. I remember and then that. and then they went into that first game, and DeAndre Swift dropped that pass, and then yeah. lost the game. And then everything else just kind of spiraled out of control after that. Yeah, because then they didn't they get to four and four. They got to three and three or three and four. Yeah, and then they played Indianapolis. Yeah, right. And, and then, everyone yeah, was like, "Here God. we go!" And right. then they got just crushed. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, yeah great times. Um, then they got crushed by Houston on Thanksgiving. Yeah, that got was crushed. 
against Carolina. Yeah, they got blanked against Carolina. Blanked against Carolina, yeah. and they got fired. Yeah, good times. Good times had by all there. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for this Lions team, though. I, I think there's tons and tons of potential. Real quick, you think Hutch is a rookie of the year? I think he's going to miss out on it, and I, I think I, Sauce so. is going to get it. I think Sauce is going to get it, because yeah. I think Sauce, from start to finish. Going all pro does not help Hutch's case, either. Like, Oh, not getting the yeah, like like because yeah. Sauce went all pro this year. Yeah, no, I, I just think Sauce got like from early on got yeah. the name recognition. Like, oh shit, yeah. he look at this guy play. Yeah, um, even though Hutch, I think second game of his career had three sacks, but it's okay. Yeah, like he had he had the sacks <laughs> and he had the same amount of interceptions or whatever. Um, I think they'll give it to Sauce because second most snaps of any edge defender in the league this year. Yeah, I do think Sauce. Talk about like top five in a position. I think Sauce is easily yeah. the top tier corner. Yeah, uh, I still think Hutch isn't like. Yeah, he's got a he's got a like. Ways. I think in 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 position comparison. Yes, Hutch is like still middle of the pack in terms yeah. of starting edge rushers. Yes, Sauce is like already third best corner in football. Yeah, and so I just think for that dichotomy, I yeah. think Sauce will get it. It's unfortunate, but, but I do think it's a he made a very good case in the last couple weeks of the season to really like push into that category. Because I think just, going in like week seven or eight, it was like, is this guy even play football? And yeah. then he's going to get me, if he's going to get me 10 sacks a year, yeah, I'll be thrilled. That's, that's fantastic for me. Yeah. Right. Like at the end of the day, that's, yeah. that's I just think fun. like he had that one Washington game where he had three sacks. And after that, he had yeah. like five sacks total in the first seven or eight yeah. weeks. And it was like, no, he didn't get any sacks. He's had interceptions. It all works. Yeah. And he had like an interception <laughs> too, but it was just like one of those things where it was like, all right, you're going to start like, I'd say he had then. his two best games of his career. In my opinion, I thought the I thought the Chicago game, coming off of that really bad Carolina game where all like he overly over pursued yeah. right and got killed. The next game against Chicago when Fields was trying to run the read option and stuff like that, and he stayed home and was like he didn't have a lot of sacks, but like it was just you saw the maturity literally from week to week where you go, okay, I have to change my mentality, right? And I thought the Green Bay game I thought was a big one for him too. Yeah. This last one, sacking Rodgers twice. But also the continued presence where he got the right tackle pulled mm-hmm. and they had to put a new guy in. Like that that's game changing yeah. ability. You know, this is the first time yeah. in a long time too. Yeah. Where if if you if I think about buying a lion jersey, it's yeah. really off topic. Right. I actually don't know which one I want. I know. I usually, know. Usually it kind of digresses to like, okay, I'll get a staffer one. <laughs> yeah. And then after that I'm like, I guess maybe someone else. Yeah. This year I'm like like going into the season, yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, there's like five or six guys. Yeah, yeah, that'd be totally cool. Like, I know. I'm gonna St. Brown, Ian Hutch. Hutchinson, yep. Rodriguez, yep, um, Jameson, Jameson Williams, Williams yeah. could even be. Mm-hmm. A, he's kind of lower on the tier right now, but could well, be a yeah, guy, right? Um, you know, Tracy Walker or yeah. Kirby Joseph, like one of I those do guys. Like Tracy Walker. Like, there's like a lot of guys who I'm like, oh, yeah, I could definitely take a jersey from them. Yeah, for sure. So I'm, it's it's like a lot that that and that's like kind of, but like that kind of speaks to the case of how deep and how much I actually enjoy watching this team play. This is a fun year. It's this like, really like, yeah, was. This, this is like a lot of people from like Seattle are like, I'm just happy that this was like a fun season yeah. and it wasn't like a tanking Disaster. season yeah. because a lot of people were like three, four wins max mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they got to nine and made the playoffs. Like it's one of those, like you're not expected to win, but you have mo- a lot more wins than you thought you were going to. And it's just like a fun season. I think that's what this season, at least the second half. No, and here's the thing: we came on this when they were one and six, too, right? And we were like, they're clearly, they're clearly not close, right? Yeah. And here's the thing: from a Super Bowl perspective, they're not. I don't say that they're like a player away. They're not a player away, and I think that's so important to understand. But being a player away from a Super Bowl 
and being a player away to being a division champion yeah. are two very different things. Yes, I would agree with that. You like, know what I mean? I, I do think they are, like, a really good defensive back. Mm-hmm. Like, if you told me right now, I don't care about the compensation or whatever, yeah, yeah. if they drop Jalen Ramsey on this defense... Yeah. Holy shit. Like... Holy shit. If, and you told me, okay, now they're going to go fight for the division, I go, yeah, you could. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, and I think you're in the mix at that point in the NFC where there is not a team that's like where you're like, clearly yeah, you're like heads a top, and tails. You're, you're like a top four, yeah. five team in the NFC with that one drop of uh, yes. Jalen Ramsey. Or if you told me you got like yep. um, uh, Josh Jacobs, the running back, yeah, it's like okay, yeah, let's yeah, go. Okay, yeah. you're like yep. you're like yep. you're literally like that one guy away from me going. You could be you could fight for the division strongly, yes. and maybe you know fight in the top I, three or four teams. Now yeah. Super Bowl. You have to add Jalen Ramsey, Josh Jacobs, yep. you know, maybe another linebacker. Well, you oh, have to add three, four guys yes. to get to that because you can't have the thirty-second ranked de- total defense yeah. and expect to be like you're. You're not it. matching up with Kansas City no. with just Jalen Ramsey on the right. team. You're going to match up with the Vikings <laughs> with just <laughs> yeah. Because uh, that's the aspiration you have to look to. Kansas oh, absolutely, City, Buffalo, yes. San Francisco nope. are the teams that's like we have to beat those teams if you want to be at Super Bowl, and, and, and that's how far you are. Still. And I think Philadelphia really did a nice job this offseason of doing that, right? Where they went, look, we got to set Jalen Hurts up for some success. Let's go get A.J. Brown, a proven oh, guy. man. What has A.J. Brown? That's the best trade. Talk about, like, so we have yeah. the flip of dichotomies we talked about right. before where the worst offseason signing was probably Allen Robinson oh, to my, the Rams. Yeah, we talked about this off-air. Worst signing of the free agent market by the worst far. trade of the season, at least – at the moment, we'll see Russell how Wilson. eventually it gets to. Yes. Is the Russell Wilson one at this moment looks yes. absolutely awful, yep. and I don't think it gets much better unless they have deep playoff runs. Mm-hmm. Because this was the one year, yeah, where you thought that Seattle gets the draft pick, yes, and it was awful. Yep. Like if this year they were really good, and the next year's they were bad. Yeah, at least you could be like, well, at least they won in a sense that right. the Seattle didn't benefit a lot. Seattle's right. benefiting a ton from it, so <laughs> it looks really bad from the Denver perspective right yes. now. Uh, an amazing, at least. One-sidedly, an yes. amazing trade get was... Oh, yeah. Tennessee lost that trade. T- Tennessee yeah. easily lost this trade. Yeah. And the Eagles... Their GM got fired, basically, because of it. Yeah, and the Eagles might have had, like, the biggest amount of win equity yes. off of one trade oh my God. than anyone else. Phenomenal. A.J. Brown's a stud. And we knew this. We knew this going into the season. We were like, dude, he's going he's gonna to kill some people. Well, it's crazy. You have A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith... And Miles Sanders with right. Jalen Hurts out and, there. And Dallas Goddard. And Dallas Goddard at tight yeah. end with, like, a pretty good offensive a line. really good offensive. You like, have all pros. Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson. You have studs. Yeah. And Lane Johnson's coming back for yeah. the playoffs and stuff. Yeah. It's like, and with that defense, even though a lot of them are going to be, like, this is, they probably have, like, a one- or two-year window with yeah, this. Yeah, Robert Quinn's going to be a free agent. Brandon Graham's going to be a free agent. A lot of other defensive guys are going to be Bradbury's going to be a free agent. But, yeah. like, they have, this is a pretty fun team to watch. Oh, yeah. Um, do I think they're going to make it there? I don't know, but, but they got a good chance of anybody, good, uh, yeah. and they've set themselves up to make this run, right? By not overcommitting, not overextending. They went, hey, well, yeah, let's go get this guy. Okay, we can either take him or we can take the uh, Tra- Traylon Burks. Well, let's go get the guy who has just proven yeah. what Traylon Burks hopes to be A.J. Brown, or we can just go get A.J. Brown. Those are the trades to me that, like, when you play, like, Madden, yeah. that's, like, such a Madden trade. Oh, it is. It's a it's thousand like, percent. It's like, okay. Can yes. I use I, I use this first rounder? There's like a 78 overall wide receiver who's really good, mm-hmm. or I can go get Odell. Yeah, I'll probably go get Odell, Odell just right. because yeah. I know he's already a superstar. He's oh, a superstar okay, cool. X factor. Blah yeah. blah blah blah. blah. Yeah. This guy's probably doesn't have. A, it's like all right, which one do you want? Yeah. Like that's literally exactly. What oh, the but Eagles I gotta saw. pay him, and they're like, hey, my money. 
Next. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? yeah, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. so funny. It's a thousand. And, and Tennessee did the opposite. Where it's like, because like, you always play with those guys, right? Where like, I'll trade my established veterans for picks, right? Because I want the shiny new toy. I don't want the thing that's been here that's been working. No, no, I want the new thing. Yeah. And for Tennessee to trade away a fir- to trade away uh, AJ Brown to get a first Philly's first round pick just to draft Traylon Burks, you go, or you could have just paid AJ Brown, had the pick, even if you still took Traylon Burks. Who cares? You could have paid him. And now you, I just don't, I don't, I don't understand. And, and that's why the GM's no longer there for that exact reason. Yeah. I will say though, I think Tennessee needs to upgrade their quarterback position to help out with that idea, but. I'd hope so. Cause Ryan Tannehill is booty butthole. My Malik Willis is there. Damn it. Don't you say a bad word. Uh, Josh Dobbs, former lion. All right. Don't you say a bad word about him. He was there for like three weeks. It's okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I fact check that. Yeah. In my head. He was. He, he was on the I, practice. I believe he, you hundred yeah. percent. He was on the practice squad and then they signed um, him off there. Yeah, Malik Willis doesn't look like he wants to throw a football forward ever. No. And Josh Dobbs is Josh Dobbs. So the great Josh Dobbs. Okay. Line legend Josh Dobbs. He, like Barry Sanders, is gonna get a statue outside of Ford Field. You like that segue? Yeah, you like that? Not really. No, I know. Like, if you would have somehow announced, like, Stafford into there or <laughs> Calvin or something, I could have been like, okay. Well, Stafford's I option got picked up. You know whose other option got picked up? Barry Sanders in that statue that he's been looking for. Okay. How about that one? You better? Can get, you can put a cheer for that one. All right. Yeah. All right. Good time. Okay. It's a really long applause. It's not worth it. Wasn't, it wasn't worthy of that you know, long. I thought I could have cut it, but yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it wasn't really that good to applause <laughs> for that long. <laughs> See, I definitely could have cut it. If I fine. had control of the board, I don't think it would have went that long. It's okay. It's okay. There's a reason why you don't get to touch the board. No. <laughs> I just want to hit the wrong button when it's like, boo. Yeah, and I'm exactly. like, oh. Oh, crap. I messed, up, I messed up the whole tone. You hang up on a collar or something like that. It'd be funny. Um, <laughs> Please but, call back. I'm but, yeah, so Barry's getting a statue outside of Ford Field. Uh, we're not going to spend a ton of time on this, clearly. But um, cool as hell. I mean, we got RoboCop and we got Barry Sanders. I mean, that's pretty cool like, in Detroit, right? So, like, that's <laughs> that's pretty neat. Yeah, what you else would you want? I mean, you know, do you think that that's what it's going to take to get Kelvin back in the fold like Barry is now? Uh-huh. Or they can just be like, look, dude, we'll give you a damn statue. Can you just quit being a butthole? Like, we'll put you on the we'll one yard. Well, we're going to make a, a really big statue where we're going to put an end zone and then we're going to draw, like, five yards right before there, and no, we're going to put your it, statue it, right it. at the one-yard line because you never fucking were able to get in the one. Oh, I thought you were going to do the, the No, 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 no. I was going to talk about how we always managed to get stopped at the one-yard line and never could just get in. He would have so many more you know, touchdowns. You know what's funny is I can think of three examples, like, off the top of my head. Yes, immediately. <laughs> immediately, where you go, oh, I, or, oh, you somehow managed to get caught, and you're a six foot six, four two running bastard, and... Somehow Brent Grimes caught your ass. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Brent Grimes wanted it more. Yeah, clearly. Except in that Miami game where he got mossed, but everything. Besides, besides that. Hey, let's see. 6'6". Six, yeah. six, I know, right? All right, let's good. shift focus here a little bit. Um, Wait, we even talk about good for Barry Sanders. Yeah, good for Barry. Good for Barry. Happy that he's getting it. It's, all, it's kind of overdue, low-key. I Hold on, real fast. I do want to talk about this as well. I want to give some serious props to Lions ownership for just a second okay. for two two things. Number one, listening to their players and replacing their field turf to the better stuff that apparently the the players prefer Mm -hmm. over the stuff that apparently has been blowing people's knees out for the past 20 years. Um, They did, they like, they were going to do a resurface anyway and like put new turf on, but they expedited the process and were like, okay, what, you know, what do you guys want? And like they listened. So I'm going to give super big props to them on that, number one. And then number two, Getting Barry back in the fold, I do think they're going to, and I'm going to give um, uh, Sheila Sheila Ford Hamp 
a ton of credit because I think she is the first owner in a hot second where you can actively think, hey, like she is in here. She is in the she's in this doghouse with us. Right. And I think that she deserves a lot of credit for what she's done so far in a very short amount of time, really making turning this team around and feeling like you've got the right people in charge. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna give I'm gonna give them a ton of credit there because I do think it's important for as much crap and flack as the Ford family has gotten and deserved, rightfully so. I think that she has done a phenomenal job of getting this process right and feeling like she got the right people in. It, it, it's yet to be seen, but early returns, we feel like we've got it right, mm-hmm. which is important. Um, all right, let's shift focus here a little bit. Um, we, we've got the WWE news is. Oh, we're done Man. with Lions. Oh, stuff? oh, we, we got Yeah, we're gonna be done with Lions stuff. We do got to talk about the NFL coaching stuff. I, I really want to talk about WWE so bad, but let's talk about this head coaching stuff real fast. Well, we have <sighs> a lot of time. We can we can get to it. I know, I know, I know. I just it, it's just a disaster and a half, and it's freaking me out. So it's one of those things like I just gotta like you know what's jump funny? in. It's one of those things where you'll talk about a lot, and I'll go, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Strip H still in creative. Oh, okay, we're cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's a summary of that statement. But let's talk NFL head coaching hires first, though, before I jump ahead. Um, so we've got five available spots, right? We talked last week about the potential of some of these places. Um, before we get into it, is there any chance in your mind that a guy like Brandon Staley, not knowing we're recording this on a Saturday, um, do not knowing the results of all the wildcard games, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think there's any chance that a guy like Brandon Staley or Mike McCarthy, if they lose today, get fired? I do think Brandon Staley could. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't like his decision to play the starters last week. Yeah. Like, really don't. Obviously, a.k.a. Mike Williams isn't playing anymore because right. he got hurt last week yeah. and in a meaningless game. He could game. be back by the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, he could be, actually. Yeah. Um, so, I think Brandon Staley, if he loses Jacksonville yeah. as a favorite, even though it's, they're on it's the road. It's in Jacksonville. Um, I do think there's a good chance that he could leave. Mike McCarthy, I just I feel like just, Dallas fans have been wanting him out literally since the day he was hired. They're yeah, like, okay, we can't like, wait for I, you to get I fired. I don't, I don't like Mike McCarthy. No, but like somewhere, like Jerry Jones is like, how long do you want this leash to be? Because yeah. he gives guys like I don't think Jason Garrett should have been there as long as he should have been. <laughs> but yeah, Jason Garrett is like, I'll come back. Yeah, he was like, can I come back? And he's like, yeah, you can come back. Yeah. So like, I think Mike McCarthy almost has as long as it takes. And you don't know how long that is, but it's going to be a really long time. So unless unless they have some tampering thing where they get, like, Sean Payton guaranteed or something, I don't mm-hmm. think he leaves. I don't but, think Sean Payton's going to Dallas anyway. So, But, like, I do think Brandon Staley in yeah. metrics, if they lose and you override your season go, there's a lot of games you lost that you shouldn't have lost. Yeah. In week 18. With game, what is really one of the best rosters in football. Yes. Now, there were a lot of injuries yes. we'll put in there. Like, yeah. they they went, like, six weeks without Keenan Allen or Mike Williams yeah. and won, and got, like, four and two out of it. <laughs> so, like, good for you. And yeah. no Joey Bosa and no Duran James. And yeah. There were, like, points where you just had nobody out there mm-hmm. and you were winning games. But, like, week 18, you're the number five seed guaranteed. Nothing, yeah. You can't go down. You can't go up because Baltimore lost earlier in the day. Right. And whatever. And it's, like. Let's play Justin Herbert and all of our starters for three and a half quarters. Right. Yeah. Not the best look. Okay. Yeah, exactly. You know, not like, understanding the situation. Yeah. yeah. Like, you could have played him a half. Like, Green Bay last or last year, week 18, mm-hmm. played Rodgers and Devontae Adams a half just to keep the reps up. But they were going to have a bye. Yeah. So, it's like, they don't want to have two full weeks off. So, yeah. they played him a half no, just to get the reps. Yeah. They had a and, week to lose. It's all good. Yeah, they had a week. Yeah, they just, they just lost a week later than they would have. <laughs> but, 
I just think it's a bad yeah, look. Yeah. So I think Brandon Staley could. Yeah, be on I, this I think team. it's crazy for teams that are like, uh, and I it's, it's and I brought funny. I brought up Mike McDaniel, Mike McDaniel last year, yeah, uh, last week. I don't think he's on the seat. No, not anymore. Not anymore, just because he's, he won't have yeah, two of Exactly. If he had two the whole time, yep. and he had this collapse and yep. then lost. I think that win to get into the playoffs last week saved his job. Yeah. Because if they lose out, if they, they lose out, lose it, that game, and the yeah. Steelers make it instead because yeah. they won their game, right. um, then it's a really bad Then you're life. like, oh, so you completely fell apart. Like, you can't win one game with right. this roster right. with Come Teddy on. Bridgewater or someone. Yeah. Like I know, I know Teddy Bridgewater. Can, can we stop giving Teddy Bridgewater a job? By the way, like every time the guy plays, he gets hurt. Every single time, like it's not even funny anymore. At first, it was funny because he was in Minnesota, and then he got like hurt, hurt, and that was bad. That was scary because he yeah. almost lost his leg. But then, like Denver, terrible. Miami, terrible. New Orleans, terrible. Like he's just never been. He's just not good, guys. We can, we just got to take the L. Um, but the jobs that we know for a fact are out there, right? We got Denver, we got Carolina. We got Houston. Lovey Smith didn't even last the day of, the, of our of our podcast, <laughs> which I think is hilarious. Uh, we've got Arizona, and we've got somebody. Who am I missing? Oh, you gotta say it one more time. Denver. I thought you just had them. De- all. I did. Denver. Denver. <laughs> Denver. Are you sure Denver. Carolina. Okay. Houston. Mm-hmm. Arizona. Ah, here's one of those one I thought you didn't say. No. What was the other one? Oh, God, we're, we're missing one. What are the other? What's the other one? Um, Indianapolis. Thank you. Indianapolis? Thank you. Yes, Indianapolis. Okay. Thank you very much. It's hard because um, like they had an interim coach that entire time. So yeah, who who tried to make his case by saying, "quote unquote," look what I inherited, and I go, "What else are you going to inherit next year? You don't have a ton of draft capital. You don't have a ton of cap. I don't understand." You, do you think? Oh geez, we got we got stuff laying on. Oh, ourselves. <laughs> so yeah. was, we're was freaking that, out. Was we're that plan? No. Um, do you think it was funny that Houston would for that two point conversion? The dumbest thing I've ever seen. The dumbest thing I've. If I'm Nick Casario, I go to Lovey Smith and I say, "You will lose this game." I don't know what you're doing, you moron. Like, seriously. you Because now Chicago's going to trade out of that pick, mm-hmm. and someone's going to trade up and take Bryce Young, and now you look like a jackass by winning a oh, meaningless game. Could you imagine if C.J. Stroud does end up coming out? Oh, my God. And I like, know. Bryce Young gets taken, and it's like, Houston, yeah. you get Will Levis. Will Levis? Yeah, great. Or okay. you have to stick with Davis Mills for another year. Yeah, I guess actually, we're going to take Will Anderson. I, actually, at that point. That you just stick with Davis Mills one more year? Yeah, because what the hell's the difference? You get Caleb Williams next year. Yeah, probably. Or you fire your coach again, and you lose one game. You're not supposed to. You win one game, you're not supposed to. And that was the thing, too. It was you had no reason to. And listen, I understand tanking's not a thing in the NFL, quote, unquote. Um, And I understand that those guys in that locker room, they're not just going to go lay down because a lot of them aren't going to be there the next year. I understand all of that. However, dude. Go for the tie. Do something. Like, mm-hmm. come on, man. Chicago clearly was like, "Whoa, well, no, we're tanking." <laughs> we're Justin Fields is kind yeah, of not they, okay. They, they hard pass. They played their yeah practice squad against yeah. the Lions the week before. Yeah, like, they were like, but Justin you know, Fields still played though. Yeah, so Justin you could Fields you could make the argument that they were at least going in there trying to contend. Yes, yes, the yes. year, the week after though, they were like, "All right, Tim Boyle's going to play some snaps." Um, the other guy, Nathan Peterman's going to play. Like, we're going to p- try to assemble the worst quarterback situation. To lose this Which game. Which one's worth, Nathan Peterman or the other guy you just said? Or Tim, Tim Boyle? Boyle? They're both pretty the darn bo- bad. <laughs> They're both yeah. pretty bad. It's like, which one's good. worse? <laughs> I'll throw Nate Sudfeld in there, like in yeah. the Lions backup, which they need to address desperately. But anyway. Um, yeah. I mean, I the worst. I, I the worst. I thought it was the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. Like, if I'm Davis Mills, I go, 
we lose, we don't get the two-point conversion, we get the number one pick, oh, that means that they're going to draft my replacement. I better make sure I score this, right? Like, that's the yeah. moment you put draft Dr- Jeff Driscoll in the game, yeah. and they go, and then you fire Lovey Smith. He goes, yeah, I didn't really like that last end game of decision. <laughs> you know, we're trying to win the football game, and he made it wrong. So something, yeah, I don't know. Literally. Put all the fourth-string receivers out there in that last play for Davis Mills to be like, okay, so nobody's open. Okay, uh-huh. cool. Dumbest thing yeah, ever. I was wild. Ridiculous. The most Lions thing ever right there was that. It was. A thousand percent. Let's have that moral victory to screw us out of the number one pick. Last year with the Packers. No, that didn't do anything to us. Didn't it? Because No, they already had it. Oh, no, because I thought, because, uh, oh, because, uh, well, here's the thing was, like, well, they didn't have the number one pick last year. Yeah, they had the number two. Yeah, Jackson, but, like. Yeah, Jacksonville already clinched it way before we played. Are you sure? I thought I Jacksonville th- won, and then, like, if they lost, they would have got the number one, and they won. I don't think so. Oh. No, I don't wrong. think so. Either way, they would have taken Hutchinson regardless, but, um. If Jacksonville took Hutchinson, we would have had we would be sitting here with Trayvon Walker, gross, or Thibodeau, who wanted to do snow angels next to a dead guy. I do that was really bad too. Anyway, let's get back to the task. <laughs> sorry, anyway, I'm sorry. Um, I like going off time. Best job out of those for you out of those five. Like uh, some th- people got Carolina as the best job. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think. I think it's tough because I think the best roster you're inheriting is Arizona. Yeah, I was I was gonna I was leaning Arizona, but the division is hard. The, so the hard part about it yeah. is, um, looking at the division, Carolina's probably the easiest one to go from worst to first. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. I was going to say Jacksonville. Jacksonville's going to be there. Yeah, Jacksonville's going to be there. Yeah, Doug Peterson's done a nice time. job. I was trying to think. I was like, yeah, Houston's division sucks too. But I was thinking just Colts because the Colts are bad. Colts but, and, ta- and yeah. Titans. Yeah. But Jacksonville now, I think, is going to be that state team agree with there. That. So yep. it's going to be tough to beat them. Uh, I would also, th- again, division unstoppable. Yeah. But like, Denver's not a terrible place. Yeah. You just have to get through Kansas City and the Chargers every year, and that is not fun to go through at all. Mm-hmm. But I do think also roster-wise, they have a top-tier defense. Mm-hmm. They have a veteran quarterback there that right. they're paying $100,000 million to. Yeah. But they do have a quarterback there. And if you just add a couple receivers, beef up the offensive line, maybe get a couple more defense. Like, Stop telling Russell Wilson he can call plays, and yeah. I think it will be okay. And yeah, I think it will be fine. Like, I think the hard part about Ari- – the fu- okay, the fun thing about Arizona next year – is because Kyler's hurt, it's expected to be a, mm-hmm. like a retooling year. I want to say rebuild year. Yeah, they're in a weird spot because because they're a good team. Yeah, but Kyler's but they're looking gonna, to get rid of some guys. Yeah, they're Kyler, looking to trade DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, like Kyler's missing like at oh, least yeah. most of the season, if not the whole season next yeah. year, uh, with his injury. And so it's like you can kind of use that as a buffer year. Just take a whole bunch of guys like this year, beef up yeah. the team a little bit. You're gonna be really bad to have a high draft pick next year. Take another round of draft picks. Yeah. Insert Kyler Murray. They're gonna have a new GM this year too, because yeah. Steve Kime resigned too. So that's another thing that. And people so are I think to. Arizona could be an attractive job if you know going in the GM and everyone's gonna be like, "Hey, you don't have Kyler, so we don't expect you to be really good the first year." Yeah. It could be a nice place to go. So I'd say Arizona. Yeah. Even though you have to deal with uh, the 49ers and still the Rams, yeah. and honestly, still the Seahawks. Like they're all oh, yeah, absolutely quite good teams. Yeah, I, but I, I'd say Arizona. It's an interesting one because, like, I look at Carolina and I go, I don't, th- I don't look at that Carolina team and go, wow, there's a lot of really good redeeming qualities about Carolina. Uh-huh. I think they're okay. I think they have some good defensive pieces. Yeah, they do. Like they have a couple yeah, good like corners. Brian Burns, Brian Burns. J.C. Horn, like Jeremy Chin. There's people you can you can go. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, those are pretty good. And pieces. I think offensively, I don't like the receiving core is 
DJ Moore's good. good. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't mind their offensive line. They've addressed the offensive line, at least in yes. drafts yeah. in the last couple of years. Right. Um, with a Kwanu and stuff. With a Kwanu yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So I think I think they've tried on the offensive line too. I just think that they're they're like a couple years away. But when you look at the NFC South, it's also like Tampa's going to fall off next year. Yeah. At least, if not in a couple years when Brady's gone. Oh, Brady's leaving. Yeah. He's gone. And he, then he Atlanta, maybe you can, like, maybe. I, I mean, know. I think that division next year is an 8-9 win division at most. Right. And, and so it's and like. New Orleans is in purgatory. In purgatory right? with yeah. all their guys. who mm-hmm. They signed them $100 million contracts to all of them. Yeah. So it's like, maybe Carolina. I would say in terms of this, if you went to best roster, you'd probably go to, like, Arizona or Denver. Yeah. If you went to best situation to be successful, you'd probably go to Carolina. Yeah. I think Indianapolis and Houston are both just tough. Yeah. Because I don't think they have a lot of capital. They're core, you don't have a quarterback situation. And Jacksonville, I think, is going to be the leader of that division for a while. Yeah. So it's going to be like... I think the team... I that. think the one you don't want to go to more than any, I think, is actually Indianapolis. And, and he, maybe that's... What, and, and here's why. Because at least, I don't think Chris Ballard's long for this world. I am shocked that they're keeping Chris Ballard, like, low-key. And I think he's actually done a pretty okay job at drafting everywhere else besides quarterback because they've refused to draft one, right? Like, they just keep trading for the next retread. The fun thing about Houston is because of that Sean trade, the next, like, three yeah, years, got picks. they have two first-round picks. You're going to have cap. You're going to have a lot of things where you can really overhaul this roster in three years and be like, hey, we're back. Yeah. You, you totally could yeah. do that. And I think, like, Jacksonville, like I said, I think Jacksonville will be the leaders of the division. Tennessee yeah. will be a nice, like, yeah. what the usually what the Vikings or Bears are in the NFC North, where it's, like, a good team but won't Ugh. be anything crazy good. Yeah, they're terrible. But Jacksonville, I think, will be the leader. Yeah. But it's, like, I don't think Jacksonville will ever be 14 wins no. unstoppable. They're going to yeah. be a consistent 11-win team. Yeah. So if Houston can rebuild the roster in two years and you get, like, a Caleb Williams or yeah. a Bryce Young to and you're play. Fighting and you're them fighting them every year. It's like, yeah. okay, we can be competitive. And I think you could, right? If you find your quarterback, right? If the, if Houston can find a quarterback and with all the resources they have, because they'll spend money, then I think you've got a, a decent chance of being successful. However, it's just, A, am I going to have the time to do that? They're on their third coach in three years, right? Um, there's that, where Pittsburgh's had three coaches in the last 75. Um, but it's just one of those situations where it's just, <clears throat> excuse me, there's just so many things where you just go, ugh, but Indianapolis is tough. Your owner's weird. I think your GM is just a dead man walking unless you win this year. Your offensive line fell off a cliff. You don't have great receivers. I like Michael Pittman, but he's not anything earth-shattering. I mean, what in your mind, Mike, what is Michael Pittman to you? Is he a two? Is he a three? Like, if he came to Detroit, I think he's a three. I So, I, Michael Pittman <laughs> Maybe is, even the four. So, so for me... It varies. So yeah. the way the lines are structured, the receiving core is actually exactly how I would like a receiving core structured. Yeah, is you have one speedster guy, mm-hmm. JMO. Yep. You have your slot stud, like Golden Tate yeah. type guy. Yeah. That's Amon Ra, and then I like having the big body receiver yeah. being on the other side. Yeah. So it's like okay, you if you can play with the matchups, absolutely. Right? If you move a guy around, yeah. and you can get JMO on the slower corner, you yep. outbeat him. If you can, if there's a smaller corner, mm-hmm. but he's fast, you can put Michael Pittman. So I think Michael Pittman in the assortment of the right team, like if yep. he was on the Lions, I think he'd be a starter next to JMO and yep. Amon Ra. Yep. In a sense, that's like you have a big guy, speedster, slack guy. You can move yep. them around to get your best matchup. Yeah. So I would say he's probably a two. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So. 
all things depending right. On the so, team. so like, I think Indianapolis is the team where I go. No, thank you. Like, there's just so many things wrong, and you don't have. Now you've got a high pick. They're probably going to take a quarterback, right? They may trade up to go get a quarterback in right in front of Houston. They're in the same division. How funny would that be if the Colts went? Nope, this is what we're going to go do. Uh, you know? I mean the the, the uh, was the GM he said like yeah we will I, move we will do we, we will do what to do. we have to do to right. get the quarterback if he's there right or if we want him or whatever like, okay. um let me ask you this question and the Bears yeah. most might be the most prominent team I've, I remember willing to trade down out of one oh yeah absolutely like uh, a outside of, of outside of um who was it <sighs> it was Tennessee that year. I think it was Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee was the number one pick. That was the year right after they drafted Mariota, mm-hmm. and they had the number one pick. And yeah. the Rams traded up to get Goff that year, and then they drew back like to fifteen, and they traded up to like eight or something. But like Tennessee's like, no, we have our guy. Our roster just sucks. Yeah. So this is why type deal. Like they're that team. Like, yeah. but like that's what I mean. Chicago's like we yeah. have our quarterback. Right. We just need as much pieces. We need pieces. Or, we just need pieces on yeah. defense and around that. Correct. So I think Chicago. Like I said, outside maybe the Mariota one or maybe right. a couple others, mm-hmm. um, they're, they're super motivated. They're the they are very most teams who are number one, like mm-hmm. Jacksonville and stuff. We need a couple, quarterback. It's like we need a quarterback yeah, or Cincinnati. we need a yeah. stud guy, a stud pass rusher, or we mm-hmm. need this. Like Chicago's like we'll take Will Anderson if no one wants to trade us anything good. Yeah, but we'll also trade down to three or four or five right. Right. and take. Jalen Carter instead, yep. and get or the left picks, tackle or, or left whoever. tackle or whatever. Yeah. Like they're very, they seem very willing to want to trade out of that, which is the worst news for Houston too. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. The Colts are like, well, we're not that far away. Yeah. We can go get them, right? Seattle could be like, hey, maybe we just go get the guy and see what happens. Like, there's so many variables with that. Um, ben Johnson now has been requested to interview with a few teams, right? Not Denver, I don't think, but Carolina for sure. I think Houston. He's he's with four is the report. Yeah. So since there's five openings, I don't think Denver's one, so it's probably the other four, I would guess. And Houston, I know they finished theirs. Yes. They reported it. I think, yeah. So everyone seems pretty content that he may be going to Carolina. He's from that area. He's a a betting favorite for Carolina right now. Yeah, which is scary. Um, do you think he goes? Do you think he gets hired somewhere or decides to go, I guess, is a better way of putting that? I don't know. I, I mean, if I would say if Carolina offered him, he's yeah. gone. Okay. Um, do right. I think I he goes? Uh, yeah. <laughs> do I think he goes? No. I don't think he goes. Yeah. But – Again, if he gets offered, he'll go. I just don't know if he'll get the offer. I do think that there's a lot of teams, yeah. a lot of guys that are out there that you can maybe pick over him. Did you see this whole Lakers one? I, I was going to bring that up. Yeah. I have it right yeah. here. I, okay. We'll get to it. Sure. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm. nervous. I'm very nervous about, yeah. about Lee, Ben Johnson leaving. I don't think Aaron Glenn gets anywhere. I know the Colts, I think. I think the Colts asked to interview both I think guys. Colts, yeah, Colts asked for both. Um, I, I don't think Aaron Glenn's going anywhere. No, um, I don't think so either. Um, it was just crazy because before the season, he's like, okay, if anyone's going to go, it's now, Aaron let me Glenn. Try. I do think he's going to be a head coach. Yeah. I do think that. I, I think in the next be. few years, he definitely will be. However, you can't – I don't know how a team – Goes and says, we're going to hire the guy who had the th- the 32nd overall defense in football, and he's going to bring that sweet, sweet defense to, to wherever. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a really hard sell to anybody. You know what I mean? He's like, eh, you know, probably not. Um, so that'll be an interesting one for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I really hope Ben Johnson doesn't leave. Yeah. Though. That would I hope suck. he doesn't. I also yeah. am not 
super worried that if he does leave, I have that they full confidence in Dan Campbell. Yeah, and like I have confidence yeah. in him getting the, the next game. now that now that he has like the staples of what they want the yeah. offense and defense to look like. Mm-hmm. I do think whether it's an internal hire or like mm-hmm. a like a. Mark, like Brunel. The Mark Brunel or someone, yeah. or they hire someone off. I think all of the offense. He could just call plays too. Campbell did. Yeah, he could too. Yeah. But he could bring in someone. I don't want that, but no, yeah. I don't because yeah. I want him to like focus on the game perspective. <laughs> yeah. um, but if they do bring someone in, I think there's gonna be a lot of input from the offense. People be like, is this exactly how Ben John? Like, yeah. I think it's gonna be a lot of like, if you're not running the same stuff that we were, yeah. we don't want you. Like, this is what we want the right. offense. What to is be. your vision? Here's our vision. This is what we need to have run. Right. This yes. is the, this yeah. is what we need. So I think more likely if he leaves, it's just like Mark Brunel gets pulled up, but which, which could happen. Which is right. the same thing. Like uh, Anthony Lynn leaves, they were like Ben yeah. Johnson. Here you go. Yeah. Like right. here's your shot. So he's just. It's yeah. like could see Deuce Staley. Deuce Staley's never called plays either. Running back coach, assistant head coach. There's a lot of options. I, yeah. like so I'm not, I'm not like worried if Ben Johnson leaves, but I would love to see what he can cook up with one more season. I know. Yeah, healthy Jameson Williams. Healthy, healthy J-Mo. Healthy, respectively, everyone at least yeah. for a couple no weeks. Shit. You know, like, yeah. I think it'll be good. For sure. All right. Uh, let's, t- let's talk yeah, let's this. Do, let's do this real quick. I was going to bring fast. this up. Yeah. Um, if, so you, if you didn't see it. Apparently, the Lakers are discussing a package with the Pistons that would send uh, – Bojan Bogdanovich and Nerlens Noel to Los Angeles. Um, have you read this article at all or seen what the Pistons would get back? No, they were just talking about like draft capital and stuff, but they didn't have like a deal. Like yeah. they didn't have like a proposed, like, oh, you're going to get two first, this player, this player for gotcha. Like they were just like, it was just being talked about right now. Lovely. Uh, I would assume it would. It would have to be a first. It would include the 2027 first. Um, it, I guess that's a question because here's the and thing. And maybe like. Who's someone so, on their team that... So Troy Weaver signed an extension, right? Guy. So he's coming back for the next couple of years. 2027 is still quite a ways away. Yeah. You know, Three it's... Yeah. Right so now, on one hand, it's like, great. There's a potential where maybe the Lakers just suck at now, that I point. Will say, yeah, that's, that's the yeah. selling point. Is right. I don't think the Lakers are going to be good in No, because LeBron's going to leave. Wherever Bronny leave gets next, drafted. Yeah, you know. He's going to be gone. Anthony Davis might leave. And then the team will fall apart with no first-round picks. Russell, Russell Westbrook's like, I'm still here. And everyone's like, no one cares to know. <laughs> but... But at the same time, you're getting n- almost nothing back basically for the next several years. Yeah, because they don't they don't need players. Who are you gonna get back? You don't need players. You got other yeah. guys you can play. I I just I don't know. I I like Bogdanovich. I think he's a good player for them. I think yeah, he's he a good veteran presence. For I them. do think though, Nerlens like, Noel can go. I don't care about if, him at if all. If someone gave a really good offer for a first round next year or yeah. the year after, right? That's something that's like, okay, I could I could look at that. Yeah. But. Um, I like twenty twenty seven. If that's the Lakers, a, that's had, a far away. And if the Lakers had any kind of good trade assets, they don't also, have anybody. But they have nobody that anyone Nothing. really wants. Nothing. So it's. Uh, I am still flabbergasted that they just haven't just made the deal to send those first two, two first rounders for Buddy Hill and Miles Turner. I'm just, just do the damn deal already. You're you're already committing to sucking at some point. Yeah. Just go get some dudes who can score. Yeah. The the crazy part is the Lakers are not like. Out of it. Out of it. I know they're not. That's like they, so they've been on a run the last, like, three, four weeks-ish. Yeah, it's because LeBron's so, playing out of his mind. 38-9 like, or something like that. It's been ridiculous. We're like, uh, let's see. Let's look at these standings real quick. They are 19-23. and 23. They're a, They are a game behind Phoenix for the 10 seed. Mm-hmm. And they're, well, they're the. I love how everybody in the, play, in the NBA makes playoffs. Basically, yeah. The 10 seed. Yeah. The 10 seed for the play-in, yeah. No, I know. Um, yeah, because they're, <laughs> they're 19-23. The Phoenix Suns are 21-23. So they're, <sighs> I guess, two. two. Oh, good thing Phoenix went all in on Chris Paul. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, 
they, they haven't played a lot. I don't know, like Devin Booker and them, they like, didn't play the other night. I was yeah. like, there's just no one's Well, we're just resting for the, <laughs> for the next game. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, no, so, like, the Lakers, I'm laughing, like, but my team's won 11 games. <laughs> 12 games. Oh, hey, 12 They're 12 games. and 34. Woo! Um, but, yeah, the Lakers aren't, like, out of it, and they make, they're a scary play-in team in a one-and-done situation of, like, I don't know if it's going to, like, I don't know if, like, Utah, Minnesota, and Phoenix are just going to annihilate a healthy Lakers team in the first round. Right. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily think that's a popular belief. So, yeah, it's uh, not. Uh, I, I, long story short, I think they should just make a trade, get more pieces there, yeah, and really like if they made that Buddy Hield Miles Turner trade, they would not be nineteen and twenty three right now. No, absolutely not. Nope, because Buddy Hield can run for all day long. Yeah, Buddy Hield can do anything. Miles yeah. Turner's a big man. Even yeah. though Anthony Davis goes down, you still have another big guy who's like confident in there. Yeah, I don't disagree. I don't Instead, you're trying to dust off Demarcus Cousins. Yeah, like he hasn't played in three years, but it's fine. Anyway, but yeah, interesting Pistons notes. We don't talk a ton of Pistons right now. I, I wish we did. I wish we could talk more Pistons, but quite frankly, nothing to talk about. Like, I think Killian Hayes playing pretty well. I think Jaden Ivey has shown spurts. Bogdan is pretty uh, is pretty the hard consistent. Part is like a lot. Like Kate's Bay out. Just like Kate's out. Shadik Bay's playing yeah. basketball. Maybe I know. We don't know. Um, there's just not a whole lot of redeeming qualities right now. We're like, they're just, they're still far away. Yeah. They're the, still far away. The the wings are still. When like, are they going to, when are they going to finally just bite the bullet and go sign somebody? Like, I don't know. Sign like somebody legitimate. Like, so the, yeah, the wings are 18, 15 and seven. Yeah. They're on a bit of a streak um, right now. They have 43 great. points. Yeah. Pittsburgh has the second wild card spot with 48. Yeah. So it's like, so they're you're, in it. you're yeah. like there, yeah. but it's like nothing that to write home about. Unless they you just were had like, a big win over Toronto though. A couple days ago, first yeah. time they beat Toronto in the regular season in like six years. So yeah. that was big. Um, but yeah, like the wings are in the same spot where it's, and they're in a better spot than yes, the Pistons, obviously, better. Yeah. but they're in that same spot. Kind of like where the lines are, where it's like, you're just a little bit away. Yeah. yeah. Before Almost. we can really like if the Almost. wings listen, if the wings were had sixty eight points like Boston did, yeah, we talk talking wings about, at, we, every single yeah, week probably, right. and yeah. like and we talked about them early on in the year when they were playing really well. They've hit a bit of a skid last couple weeks or last couple, so yeah. it's like okay. Listen, if if the Pistons were um, in the mix, at third all? like like twenty eight wins or something yeah. right now, and they were the third seed in the East, I would talk about them every single week. Yeah, I know, I know, but they're just not there. It's so tough. We can't, I know. We can't do week to week. If I know. You're not I was looking at the draft order earlier, and everyone's you know like the Pistons are like projected to get like top two right now. You know, if they get the first pick and that went, I don't necessarily know if that French dude does anything for them. Like I don't know, like it's because it's a log jam there a little bit now. Because you got Badgley, you've got Isaiah Stewart, you've got Jalen Duran there. Like where does that guy fit? Yeah, the thing in, is, in there, I have a secret hope that they get like the three seat, the three pick. Yeah, because there's a dude. Because there's a guard that there's once projected. So there's a guard guy, and I go, the, they don't need another guard. No, yeah, Scoot's the second pick yeah. basically. Right. He's a guard, but they don't need a guard. Right. They're the third guy who's on the board. Let me let me look his name up. I think he's. I want to say he's an Ohio State guy, but I could mm-hmm. be all hundred percent wrong on that. Yeah. yeah. All right, Brandon Miller. He plays from Alabama. Small yeah. forward, six nine, two hundred pounds. He shoots forty four percent from the field, forty six percent from three. Good for him. Eighty five percent from the free throw line. Averages nineteen, eight and three. Yeah. At Alabama. Like that's a guy who yeah. I could easily be like throw okay. him in at the three, even backup Shadik, or if yeah. you get rid of Shadik, you just have him there as a young not guy. For this world. Um. But he's like a perfect guy where I'm like, I think he'd just be a really good rotational like rotational guy with Killian Cade, Jaden, 
you know, all the guys you have already. I don't need a, I don't think the Victor or Scoot, definitely. Yeah, right. I don't think they necessarily help you a lot. Right. I do think a rotational forward yeah. really would help a lot. You know what I really take right now is a guy who I know could put 28 up a night, and they don't have that. And it's frustrating the hell out of me. It is. It's really frustrating. They need a veteran so bad. Like, okay. so, 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 here, so bad. And here's the scary thing about Cade right now. Yeah. Is my expectation of Cade, when he comes back, like that Isn't going to be high because you, you, you got it. It's well, like it's your not, second season all yeah, over again. I know. It's, it's not high, but like this next year and the year after, like you got to get to like where Shy George Alexander is. Yeah. I know. Shy George Alexander went from, um, let's see. He had, because he, he had a crazy jump. Yeah. And he's not even like, let's see, Shy. Let's see. Well, the thing is, too, is you lost a year of development right now. Yeah. Right, like you're losing a year where you weren't expected to be like good. Although their hope was to be competing for the play-in, and they're not. So I don't know what yeah, they're so, doing from a coaching so yeah, so perspective. Shy went either. from 11 point average to 19 to 24 to 30. Yeah, I kind of think that's what Cade should be. Absolutely, I don't disagree with you at all. Like, so on Cade, that. Cade, what was is, the averaging before before so Cade, he got hurt? Cade had 17.4 last year. Yeah, and then uh, 20. 20. Okay. So it's not bad. Yeah. But like next year should be like, okay, 23, 24. Absolutely. No. And then the year after that should be your 28. And that's the difficult part is missing this whole season. Basically. It's like, Oh, now I'm expecting you to make another jump with not a ton of time play. Cause he was hurt last year. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of things. But like, that's kind of the expectation for me with Kate is like by year four, you should be getting your 27, 28 a game. Yeah. And I don't know if that's happening. I don't know if that's happening because you're, stunted second year now. Yeah. So they need a new coach too. Sorry, Dwayne. Oh yeah. And the worst way. I, think, way they, need I, I think they just, they need to get something new, new, something new. Can I get some offensive innovator who can know how to draw up some shit? Yeah. And maybe somebody who knows how to play defense. Cause yeah. I mean, at this point where the, where the Philadelphia. are, I, I hope he sees out the end of the year and then they fight yeah. him at the end. Cause I don't want a guy yeah, to come no. in middle of the season or no. anything. Just like end the year, you know, and then get a new guy and then go into the draft with your new guy and get whoever he wants, you know, and make yeah. that. I still believe in Troy Weaver's vision. I, I do. Too. I think they're biding their time. But at some point, you got to start spending the money. Yeah. No, like, you can't go. It's kind of like how, where the Lions get in a stalemate where it's like every year it's like, okay, but like next year, next year, yeah. next year. It's like mm-hmm. at some point. It, it, it has to the, be the, the year. The Tigers were doing that for a really yes. long time. It's like, it's like, but next year when we yeah. add a couple more guys, like next yeah. year. When, Tigers are very content on not winning baseball games next year. So do not expect. Yeah, no, that, yeah, the expectation Tigers. is low next year. But like the last like three years we've been doing this, yeah. we go into the Tiger season and be like, it might not be this year, but next year when they add yeah. a couple of their fart all bank guys, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's like, it's never getting there. Like the Pistons really need to be at that point where it's like, okay, literally next year. <laughs> <You need to. laughs> okay, seriously, this time. Seriously, Don't you lie like, to me. We're putting the finger on yeah. this one next year. Oh you my be god, doing this. ridiculous. Anyway, all right. So okay. we did we did more hockey and base and basketball than we even thought we were going to do. Yeah. So right for sure, we'll talk more hockey as this playoffs kind of approach. Listen, if the Red Wing, if the Red Wings are Red Wings, Red Wings, <laughs> if there are a couple games out of the wild card, yeah. We'll talk yeah. about them more. Yeah, as they go down the home stretch, they could get hot. They're, they're a they good team. Can. They haven't been healthy all year either, which I think is an underrated storyline too. They've been missing two of their premier goal scorers all year. Jacob Rano got cut and just now back with them because nobody wanted his five million dollar contract. And Bertuzzi's been out twice, mm-hmm. so that doesn't help things at all when you're trying to when you have a difficulty scoring goals to begin with, and their defense has not been great last. 10, 12 games, so it's been tough. Anyway, all right, let's talk this WWE news. I've been itching to talk about it all week. Um, to say there's a shitstorm happening right now is the understatement of the century. And it was crazy. It Good usually God. happens with AEW, so... Yeah, right? Wild. Like, usually it's like, 
I can't believe what AEW did. I know. But uh, it's the same Holy WWE shnikes. News. Um, yeah, and this is not like the creative side either, right? This is the business side. So first big news yeah, coming so out, out of the basics. Yeah, the first big news coming out of WWE is Stephanie McMahon has resigned. For, you know, she went on that leave of absence, came back when Vince left. Now she's like, not only am I taking a leave of absence, peace, deuces, Goodbye. I'm out, Goodbye. Yeah. Um, Triple H is still there. Nick Khan is still there. Um, right after Stephanie resigns, it's announced Vince has been uh, once again voted in as executive chairman of the board. Unanimous. Unanimously, which doesn't include abstains, though. So that's, I think, important to keep in mind there. So it could have been uh, three to none because no one else wants to vote for this. Could have been something like that. We don't know. We'll never know. Um, and then a few hours after that, and I text her, go, oh, my gosh, Stephanie McMahon resigned. And then not that long after that, it was there's a report that WWE has sold to some Saudi Arabian investment group, and everybody lost their freaking minds. Um, that report was proven to be not true, mm-hmm. and it's not happened. And right now, they're just in the bidding for yeah, it. And, and, and I don't even, and honestly, I don't think it's going to wind up happening, but I'll tell you why in a second. But so that hasn't happened. There were some discussions. But they're in discussions in general with a ton of people right now about a potential sale. There is still a, I think, a better than not good chance that they don't even wind up selling this. Let's be very clear, right? The whole spurn of why Vince McMahon is back in the way he's framed it is to either facilitate a sale of the company as a whole, which is currently valued around $6.6 billion with a B, and or two is to negotiate the new media rights, meaning... Raw on USA, Fox on, or SmackDown on Fox, right? And are those shows going to move, right? I mean, Fox made a huge investment to get WWE on Fox, public television. Like, that That was huge, right? Yeah. Um, so that, that's been in play the last few years where, where every time WWE's media rights come up, it's, well, maybe we talk about maybe just buying the company as a whole, right? The... The prevailing thought being right, if you're a Comcast, which is with NBC Universal, right? NBC obviously owns USA. USA then could get SmackDown Raw, everything that they wanted potentially, and they would own the company, which means they own the media rights as well, right? There's no, there's no competition for you know what have you. Same thing with a Fox. Same thing, you know. Um, Name a company, right? Disney has been rumored to be in the mix here. Netflix has been rumored to be in the mix. Obviously, Disney. I, think I don't know where Netflix is that money from. Well, uh, yeah. Well, Netflix is trying money. to. Well, trying to get into that live sports area, right? They did some testing with F one for a while, the racing stuff. You know, Disney. I think would make a ton of sense for a lot of reasons. They have ESPN already. ESPN Plus. You just move the network to ESPN Plus, and it, it just you know, there's a lot of things like yeah. that that could happen, right? Um, and it's Disney, right? The crossover appeal alone, I can't even imagine, mm-hmm. would be ginormous for WWE. Um, the Saudi thing, though, I think scared a lot of people, myself included. And the reason for that, and, and here's the reason why, from it, the, we don't get political on this show, and I don't intend to here, but with the reports coming out of some of those areas, right, it's not great, okay? It's just not. Um, it's like if they sold the, you know some Chinese company and it was like, oh, that's not great either. You know, it's just it just happens. The the scary part for me though is what it would mean for the product because, and I think this is the reason why Saudi really can't be a legitimate option if WWE is trying to sell if if Vince McMahon is trying to 
sell WWE, sell the company as a whole. I do not think that Saudi in this investment group can legitimately be an option for them for one reason, and that is the TV rights. We talked, Mike, before about the uh, Live Golf. Remember that, right? In the summer, right? Live Golf was making a lot of news, you know, signing the who's who of golf outside of Tiger Woods. I mean, they got a lot of dudes, right? I mean, you got Phil Mickelson, you got Bryson DeChambeau, you got Brooks Kepka, you've got name a guy, right? Bubba Watson, I think, has joined over there now. There's uh, there's rumors of Ricky Fowler. Every gol- most golfers that you can name, right, have at least been approached or have joined Live Golf now for an exorbitantly large amount of money. But here's the issue with Live Golf right now. Where is Live Golf broadcasting right now, Mike? Does it broadcast anywhere, Rob? Exactly. It's on YouTube. Okay. Right? They can't get a television deal from anybody because no television company wants to hook their ship up to the Saudi investment group. They don't want to hooked it and it's like oh so you're because by de facto you're supporting that right because mm-hmm. you as as a as a broadcasting company like NBC or Fox or whatever else you're paying for live golf to be on your channels so you're paying them which by not real happenstance but the hop skip and a jump well, oh you you you're supporting what this is going on mm-hmm. right and that's the big backlash behind all these golfers going there. Yeah, I did. I did hear the thing about Fox being very unhappy if that was going to be a thing. Correct. Fox came out and was like, "No, we don't. Know we don't we support that." Yes. Exactly. So that's reason why. If I'm trying to talk WWE fans, including myself, off of that bridge because I was really upset. I was like, "Man," and not and and, and I'm not going to try to sound crude here, but not because of the other stuff that's going on in the country itself. That's that's a whole nother level. But from what the product is currently and what could happen if it is sold there, I think would be disastrous. And I really think it'd be putting a bullet in WWE's head. Mm-hmm. I really, I really truly do. If you sold there and I think triple H would follow suit quickly and be like, I'm out. Mm-hmm. I think, I think WWE would die. And I know they're too big to fail. They're ginormous. But if they sold to a Saudi investment group, the next step would, they would go from a publicly held company to a privately held. And the only way to do that is to have enough money to buy out the shareholders. Vince McMahon is not liquid enough, meaning he does not have enough funds available to him on at site to be able to buy out $6.6 million worth of, of funds, right? He doesn't have that. Saudis do, though. Those those guys do. That that royal family has that money. That money, they, they wipe their asses with $100 bills. You know what I mean? Um, but so they could and take it private. But as soon as they take it private, then you don't know what's going on, right? There's nothing that you just go, well, I guess this is the world we live in, and I think it would die. I think it would die a slow, painful death, and I think a lot of talent would leave pretty much immediately. Um, I think some of the key players behind the scenes, the executive-wise, would leave immediately or very quickly, right? Um, And I just think it'd be a bad... And I think from a public relations perspective, you know... We talk about all the time where WWE is so PC and they're so they they walk that line, right? They don't even really try to push the line all that much anymore. And when they do, we're like, hey, all right. It's like, oh, we're just gonna go right past the line as far as we can and hope that, oh, you're just gonna keep watching anyway. And I think a lot of people the amount of back I hope somebody somewhere had some sort of metrics to go, um, this isn't even a true report. 
and look at the amount of negative backlash. Now, it's a, it's a vocal minority, but the amount of backlash we're getting on just the thought of us going here would be disastrous. Absolutely disastrous. Give me Just give me your thoughts. I, I, I know some of this is boring for some of you. We're not talking storyline, and I get it. But I this is important. Mm-hmm. This is huge because it could change everything very, very quickly. Yeah, I think I think I would take it from the step of the uh, the in ring talent and yeah. uh, the talent as a whole. Yeah, I think the part for me because I don't I don't I don't generally care about the larger business side yeah. of like WWE or AEW. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. like I, I want I actually contrary to popular belief of everyone on Twitter, I want both to succeed and do very well. Absolutely. Because I love having the option of like okay, WWE's in a slump. I watch yeah. AEW every week. Right. If AEW has you know, a month or two that are really boring and doesn't have good. I'll go to WWE. Like I have, I like having the option of going to both. And it's good for the industry as a whole to to have have options. Yeah. To have that competition options that I don't have to go to my laptop and Mm -hmm. stream a Japan show to watch good wrestling. I can just go, okay, AEW has a really good match card and I only have one day a week to, okay, I'm going to watch that one then. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I like having those options. So I want them both to succeed very well. Um, But from a, Roster perspective, like you, and I think this is the part that hit more for me yeah. is if, say, like the Saudis did buy and, like, okay, like Walter's gone. Yeah. And Sami Zayn's, Sami Zayn's immediately, immediately out of there. Yeah. And the whole know, women's division. Yeah. 90% of the women are gone. And, yeah. and, and Triple H resigns. Triple H resigns. Oh, boy. Yeah, and Vince goes back in charge of yeah. creative and stuff. It goes, now we're going back to two years ago where all these matches are 100, like 13. But you don't know. You could have guys leave that would be ir- like irreplaceable. Like in all honesty, what if Roman left? That's what, and that's that's why I brought like, up. I was like, yeah. I was like, if Roman leaves, so like, if Cody leaves, yeah. if you know all these Seth Rollins leaves, yeah. it's like like you don't yeah. know who would just say to who not would be leave. like I'm not going to be a part of this. I don't know what I'll be a part of, but I ain't going to be a part of that. You know, and, and AW doesn't have the money to yeah, just go. Yeah, AW's not signing all of those guys. <laughs> know, right. Now, would it be kind of cool to, like, spurs those guys around, like, Ring of... Or not Ring yeah. of because that's AEW, too. But, like, spurs those guys around, like, Impact and all that. So, sure, that'd be kind of yeah. cool, too, or Japan or whatever. But, um, yeah, I just wouldn't want to see a big influx of talent leave. And the other Creative thing, to change. Like, yeah. I like everything they're doing in the WWE product right now, yep. I think, is at least mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. If not, some of it's um, awesome. Mm-hmm. Some of it's really well done. But I think, like, at bare minimum, at least the top tier stuff that they do on TV every week yep. is at least good. I am. It's not boring. And, and, and the and other that's part, why I too, keep it. yes, for sure. And, and the other thing, too, is once again, it goes back to, like, okay, are you, what, what is the benefit here? After the payment, and now let me put, let me be very clear here. I don't know, you know, if WWE sold to the Saudi investment group and somebody said, hey, but we're going to put TV on anyway, and, you know, there could be a lot more money for talent. There is that possibility as well. Live Golf is paying Phil Mickelson a boatload of cash, boatload to um, to play for them in like their sixteen tournaments a year or whatever like that. So they don't give a crap, right? They're they're going to pay him anyway. So if the talent were to stay, even though they may have some moral objections to what's going on there, you could go, yeah, but we're just going to write you a check for fifty million dollars for you to stay. Oh boy, that's a lot of money to turn down, right? Yep. So there, there is a potential for that. Um, I'm, I'm very interested to see where this goes. I, I pray that they, that they do the right thing. I just, 
all I want as a fan here, right? And and it's, this comes down to business, and we're not going to know officially until something happens. You know, Triple H held a talent meeting yesterday um, at television and said, "Look, he's back. He's not running creative." He goes, "That stuff hasn't changed." He goes, "He's only back to potentially help aid a potential sale slash the media rights." That's that was the gist of the of the meeting. Um, so. Right now, Triple H is still in charge. So if you're, from a creative perspective, you're excited and you're you're relieved, right? Knowing that the sale has not come through of any sort yet to a company that you already go, oh boy, here we go, um, which is also refreshing. Um, we've also got the word that, you know, guy, people like Triple H or Stephanie are both apparently opposed to a full-on sale of the company as a whole, which I'm kind of surprised Vince is pushing as hard as he is, quite frankly, but, you know... I can see ulterior motives for that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we all just need to be a little bit patient and not overreact to something just yet until we see what's going to happen. Um, I'm not going to be shocked if WWE gets sold. I'll be a little upset. I, I, I've, you know, I've lived my entire 30 year life without, you know, without that being a thing. I just don't want WWE to go away, and I don't want WWE to bury itself, I guess is the best way of putting that. And I think with some moves that have been reported or, you know, were rumored that have not happened, strategic moves like that, I think would kill it. Mm-hmm. It's it's the same thing if AEW went out of business immediately. Like if AEW said tomorrow, hey, yeah, well, listen, Tony's pulling the plug. They're losing too much money. We're just not making, we're not even breaking even. Yeah, That would suck. Mm-hmm. That would suck so hard it would. because you're like, no, because now you've got this whole pool of guys and all these people from a production standpoint. Now they're out there. Where do they go? There's only one place to go. And it hurts the whole product. When WWE was by itself, it sucked for a while. Yeah, it really did. AEW was a big kick in the ass for the whole industry. We go, all right, here we go. You know, yeah. like let's, I would say there, you know, now not in the long term yeah. at all. In the short term, like all those guys yeah. at one time technically being like somewhat of a free agent. Yeah. Would be very like interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Of like which ones go to back to Japan, which ones yeah. go here, which ones go to WWE. Mm-hmm. But like after like the month of yeah. it happening, yeah. it would be like you said, it would just be like it would ter- be would a suck. terrible time. Um but monopolizing it is just not the worst fun. thing. Yeah. It's and just and not so fun anything. I'm going on record and saying, look, I don't want WWE being sold to any Saudi investment group. I don't want them to go to overseas like that. If they're going to be bought by somebody. Just do it with, like Disney. Yeah, Disney I think would be fine. Comcast. Comcast would be fine if they did it to Comcast. Because at least you know they're going to have good television, right? Um, I'm sure there's going to be stuff written in where Vince. They need to structure the deal. If they're going to sell, they need to structure it like the UFC did. Where the UFC sells. To, I don't remember what the company is. It's escaping me at the moment. Um, but they, they've got clauses in there. Okay, well, Dana White's still going to run the day-to-day. Now, Dana White is in some trouble right now, too. But point being, right, the similar aspect of, okay, Vince is executive chair. Paul Levesque is going to be head of creative, right? You know, Nick Khan is head of this, is CEO, whatever. You know, like, you need to keep your infrastructure in place even with a sale, right? Because... We don't want a WCW thing to happen where WWE gets bought out and then they go, yeah, I don't really want this on my television anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's that and it's that fast. Yeah, we spent $6.6 billion on it. Yeah, but after 5, 10 years, eh, I don't really want it anymore. It could be going away. We don't want that. No. So 
Really fascinating stuff. Stuff like this changes by the hour. It's exciting and nerve-wracking all at the same time. Um, one thing for sure, though, is it's never good going into WrestleMania season when we're talking about the company's corporate stuff rather than who the hell's going to win the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Never the best. Yeah, who work. knows who's going to win that bad boy? Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> we, only got the have, ro- we only got the Rocky montages coming here from for one yeah, Mr. I, I have, Cody Runnels. I, I have no idea, Rob, yeah. who might win that men's one. No I, idea. I, it, no it's idea. really, it, you know what? It might be the most up in the air. It's been a long time. I want to kick you in the shin. I know you do. Right now. now, the women's one, I think it's truly up in the air. Yeah, I guess. Like, I, I don't really have an option. I'm like, not even joking. I if don't it's really not have. Bailey, I'm upset. I've been picking Bailey for like five years now, and it's just has to You happen. do pick her every single year. She just <laughs> I has do. a one. But she, she has a struggle. Well, she was champion. But or... there was a, there's like there's like a, a handful of people it could be, obviously. Yeah. It's way more open. The men's one. The men's one's going to be sweet. And then Cody's going to win. Run back. Like, ah, we knew it. All right, cool. They're doing like the Rocky montage stuff right now with his returns, and I'm like, man, we're really heavy handed. Yeah, can we not this? just like stab it in that he's gonna win it? Like, can we thing, have? I do want to get to this real fast. Um, so, and I don't know if you, maybe you have clarification on this that I don't for whatever oh, reason. Oh, okay? okay, so this is complete. This is this all like wrestling creative talk. Nothing serious, folks. Oh, thank God. No, 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 no. So, no, 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 no. Um. So the Judgment Day won that tag team gauntlet thing. Yes. Right? Okay. Yes, yes. I keep seeing that they're challenging just for the raw tag. Yes. So I have clarification on this. Okay. Now I didn't watch SmackDown yesterday. Yes. But I do have clarification. Yeah. There is a tournament on the next couple SmackDowns. For the SmackDown for the SmackDown tag? title specifically. Oh, thank goodness. So I think they're splitting the titles up. Oh, good, good, good. That makes me happy. Now which one now, so so I okay. I don't want uh, now I'm gonna I'm gonna now, I'm gonna double down on this because mm-hmm. I gotta make sure you remember. Yeah. We're going to that SmackDown show on Friday. Yes, it's in Detroit. Woo! I'm excited. That, that SmackDown show they're having Drew and yeah, Sheamus versus the Usos. Uh, no, not the Usos. It's a versus Ivar and the Viking oh, Raiders. Oh, okay. They're having their first round of okay. the SmackDown tournament. Gotcha. To gotcha. decide who's gonna challenge the Usos for the SmackDown. Titles. Okay, so it is. So it was for the Raw and SmackDown individually. Yes. So, okay. So Judgment Day is Raw titles. Okay. okay. Uso, and then the winner of this, I think it's a four-team tournament. Yeah. yeah. But I have to rewatch the show. I'm sure it I could see be. It. I, Four, I can see eight, whatever it is, or something like that. Um, yeah. The winner of the SmackDown tournament yeah. gets a shot at the SmackDown titles. Okay. Because I was confused because somebody posted this because I didn't watch Raw, and yes. I know shocker. Um, but I saw they won. I was like, oh, cool. The Judgment Day is getting a tag title shot. Sweet. And they're like, yeah, just for the Raw tags. Yeah, and I no, was like, Adam, wait, Adam, come on. Adam Pierce went, was like backstage, yeah. and he's like, yeah, no, they're going to get a shot at the Raw tag team. And Uso's like, you mean the tag team titles? He goes, no, no, just the Raw ones. Like, he specifically oh. came out with, like, the Raw ones. Yeah. And then there's a SmackDown tournament, okay. too. So I'm glad they're looking to split the titles up. Yeah, so now it's going to be interesting of, like, if, like, say, like, Drew and Sheamus win the tournament. Or yeah, right. Viking, yeah, right. Yeah. Whoever wins the tournament, it's like, okay, now which team beats the Usos to take the, one of the titles? It's so nice that they're finally going to split the titles. Yes, yes. I was in favor of the unification. Yeah, I was, too. The unification and, match yeah. was awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And I, I, miss, think you, I miss Randy Orton low-key, by the way. I do, too. Um... <laughs> The unification was awesome. Yes. And I think it was necessary for the run that the bloodline was going to do. Correct. To do it. Correct. But I'm also now that it's going to be over soon, theoretically, obviously, because Reigns probably mm-hmm. going to lose in the next couple months, Which probably. Which leads hope for me that they're going to split the that's, world titles. That's what titles. I mean, is I hope that they split the world titles And now. I think with Cody winning the Rumble, I think he could easily go, I want 
that one and I, point to his shoulder, right? Like, yeah, like right he's got both w- in his hands. And he goes, I want the WWE championship. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. We'll talk more about that as the weeks come along because that's, yes. that's important news to note from a te- television. I know I just went super hard on like the serious business. Crap, yes. But no, the I, from my stuff, understanding, they were both challenging. Now, obviously good. they could both, Usos could just win both matches and they're still unified, but I presume that one of them will win. And that could be interesting as well because it's like, okay, do they keep, cause they've been SmackDown tag champs for like two years, yeah. but they've been raw champs for like, a year or whatever. So, yeah. like, that's an interesting kind of, like, di- d- dynamic as well. Do they lose both? Do they lose out? Because, like, Sammy, you know, is losing a bunch right now, and it's like everything's kind of crumbling around Roman. Yeah. There's there's some there's some stuff. Yeah, I assume that they're going to lose one of them, and then, like, we've kind of been thinking about of, like, yeah. Sammy and Kevin Owens getting together oh, to win the other ones. That'd be sweet. And then you have, like, Judgment Day, mm-hmm. and then Kevin Owens and Sammy Zayn mm-hmm. as your two sets of tag titles. I think would be really fun. Hell yeah. I'd be all for it. All right. That's going to be it for this week's show, guys. Next week, we're going to talk a little bit of playoff action, right? Maybe some potential coaching hires. We're going to be talking. Um, I do want to talk some more WWE news, though, when it comes to some storyline stuff and all that good stuff. We'll be Obviously, previewing the Royal Rumble. Previewing the Royal Rumble. Is it really already? Yeah. The 22nd we'll be previewing because the Rumble is the 28th. Holy and crap. And then the 29th is our next show that we'll be recording, and that's when we're going to be reviewing it. Oh, all right. Cool. All right. So we got Rumble talk in Full effect next, next week, week, then. That'll be fun. We'll also talk about the SmackDown show that we're going to on the 20th. So lots of good stuff there. But that's going to be it for this week's show, guys. On behalf of the Missing Whale Man, he is the Merc Zone, Mike Merkel. I am the Mouth of Michigan, Rob Medica. We will see you guys, as always, next time.